Fear not what might not be, but focus on what could be. Own your destiny. Command your future. Know why you are meant to succeed. Welcome back to episode three of The Why Behind You. And we're focusing today on failure, which is a matter of perspective. In our previous episodes, we talked about you developing your motivation for moving forward, your, your motivation for the drive behind everything that you do. Once you have that motivation, you know, now the element of focus and to really, really hone in on what is, in, is, is most important, what is urgent, what is critical for you to execute, what discipline do you have in executing the things that you need to have in order to move forward, to have that, that forward momentum, that forward progression. But now we're going to move forward into the element of fear and the element of failure, which so often hinders and holds a lot of us back. But why is that? Why do we have that unrelenting fear that causes us not to even take the first step? You know, fear or fear of failure is often the reason many are incapable of even starting anything. You won't know unless you try. My mom used to always tell me that. If you don't try, you'll never know. But if you don't try, you'll never succeed. You know, we often measure our success or failure by other people's standards. Why is that? Why is someone else's standard or someone else's norm or someone else's definition of what success or failure looks like, the metric by which we measure ourselves. Their life is not your life. Their situation is not your situation. Their destiny is not your destiny. You determine what that looks like. You know, we often take the ideas of those that we consider great and we immortalize them. But why is that? There's a lot of good fact. You know, you learn a lot of great things from what others have done, and you learn a lot of great things from what others haven't done. And you take those things and you mold them, you craft them into your own. But to be as objective and black and white as to say, this person or this teaching or this institution says that this is the model of success, and if you don't live up to that, then you consider yourself unsuccessful or you consider yourself a failure is not a recipe for success. It's not a foundation of success. And you have to take a step back and, and, and evaluate taking those critical pieces and parts from what you've seen others do and making it your own. You have to take a step back and understand that does not define you. So we have to realize those who are considered, quote unquote, great at what they do 
are great because they've learned from their unsuccessful experiences. And that's okay because the key word out of that is learning. And they can actually model success as it relates to them or their perception of it, their perspective on success. That's what worked for them. But don't be fooled by the idea that we can all learn successful ideas, successful tactics, successful tricks from others. Say the best ideas are stolen. That's an absolute true statement. Or better yet, not stolen. Let's say borrowed. But keep in mind, every successful person has experienced more failure than they've experienced success. A reality of it, failure is imminent. But it doesn't have to define you, and failure doesn't have to be terminal, unless you allow it. Failure is certain and an absolute 100% of the time when 100% of the time you don't try. Or 100% of the time you try but you, and you fail, but you don't try again. Failure is going to be terminal and a definite if that is the situation, if you allow it to be. But what determines our success or our failures? It's your attitude. It's your perspective. John C. Maxwell said, and I quote, the difference between average people and achieving people is their perception of and the response to failure. If you experience a situation that is unfavorable, which we all will, we all have, one immediate question you should be asking yourself or questions you should be asking yourself what could I have done differently to impact or influence the outcome of this situation if done again? And what should I be learning from this? Because if you experience the same scenario over and over and you don't change your approach, then that's the definition of insanity. You're thinking, I'll do the same thing and I won't change anything at all and the outcome is going to be different. That's not the case. But you all know I like to dig and research into a lot of different things. And so I wanted to actually spend a lot of this time because I, I read this article by uh, Harvey Mackey out of Success Magazine from summer of 2017. And there were some very, very good points into some key reasons why people fail. And this is going to be different for everyone. This may, all of these may apply to you. Some may not apply to you at all. One or two of them may apply to you, but the concept and the content behind it is what's most important. What are some reasons that people fail? Lack of persistence. It is amazing to watch someone that is very talented, someone that has a significant amount of knowledge and skill around doing something but they don't have the drive. They don't have the persistence. And their mind or attitude has gotten in their way. Because they hit a point of max mental and physical exertion and they've decided to tap out. They've decided to quit. And we've seen the memes, we've seen the drawings, we've seen a lot of things that talk about they never knew that they were 
moments or inches away from hitting success, but they stopped just shy of it and they didn't realize it. You have to be persistent. If you remember one of the concepts or the topics I mentioned in the last segment was discipline. You keep going, you keep going until you hit the goal and you accomplish the task that you're trying. Lack of conviction. This one was very interesting to, to read this, this concept because a lack of conviction in my mind goes back to a person's passion or lack thereof for what they're doing. People lack passion for what they're doing because it's a must-to. It's a necessary evil. It's a have-to. Now, we don't always have the luxury of being able to do 100% of what we love. However, your attitude and your perception of what you're doing and what needs to be done or the necessity of it can be both positive and or negative and influence exactly how you approach it. So it's not important to them. It's more of a check the box thing. How can you succeed if you don't believe? I always ask that question. You can't succeed if you don't believe in what you're doing. You don't believe at the task at hand. You don't believe it's beneficial to you. You will not succeed at it because you don't have a drive to do better at it, to accomplish it. So there's no way you can succeed. Talk about people's ability to rationalize what they do positively and negatively. If it's doing, if it's great, if it's something you're passionate about and you want to see it through, you will find the rationalization as to why you should do it. But think about the inverse part of that as well. If something is a little bit too difficult or it's like that honeymoon phase, you step in and you have all the momentum and the excitement and the drive to want to do it, but then all of a sudden that drive becomes a drag. Then you start rationalizing why you should quit, why it's not important for you to continue on. But why is that? One of the other aspects I think about with, with the self-rationalization is think about why you started. Think about why you began the journey. You know, I'm a big workout fanatic. You think about when you are motivated at the beginning of the year or, or any point in time throughout the year to start working out and make a lifestyle change, a quality of life change, you think about why you started and continue to think about that every single day. It doesn't matter if you need to put a sticky note in front of your computer, a sticky note on the dashboard or the rearview mirror of your car, but always remember why you started, why it was important from the beginning. And understand that there are going to be times where things are going to be challenging. But that does not need to stop you or derail you from continuing to push forward. Don't let self-rationalization be the reason for your failure or your perceived failure. Learning from your mistakes. How often do we experience failure and we hit a bump in the road or we hit a valley and then we come back we do the same thing once again repetitive nature definition of insanity and we don't learn from our mistakes mistakes are good hitting adversity and hitting a down point is good because it teaches you what not to do next time but if you don't learn from those then 
you will never, ever push past that quote unquote perceived failure. You'll never push past to a successful point because you're continuing to do the same things over and over. Don't be that person. Don't allow that to seep in or set into your daily in any way, shape or fashion. Lack of discipline, right? We talked about that last segment. Discipline takes commitment. Discipline takes clarity. It takes perseverance. And it surely takes focus. Avoid unnecessary distractions. Be disciplined enough to know what's needed, when it's needed. Be disciplined to know if you actually are derailed or distracted in any way. Be disciplined to know how to actually tunnel and funnel back to where you need to be, to the task at hand. Discipline and our lack thereof discipline is one of the major negative factors in a lot of things that we do because we either get bored, we get tired of it, it's not moving fast enough, uh, we're not accomplishing the goal that we thought we would, it's not setting out specifically how we plan for it to set out and what happens, we lose focus. We lose the need to stay disciplined and to forge forward past every obstacle to accomplish that goal. And then sets in the mindset of it failed or I was a failure, but you're not. You may have allowed your mind to fail you, but you also didn't have the perseverance to push through that in order to get yourself back on track, to learn from that, that miscalculated step or that setback and to keep forging forward. Self-esteem. Now, this is one no one can actually help you push through. You have to allow yourself to elevate your self-esteem of yourself, understand what your skill sets are, understand what your strengths are, understand what your weaknesses are, and understand how you can best implement or impact whatever it is you're trying to do. Understand this. No one is 100% perfect at everything. No one is 100% skilled and an expert at everything. We all have weaknesses, but play to your strengths. But this is simply put, comes down to one word, attitude. You don't have to be the best at everything in order to succeed at everything. A lot of times people's self-esteem is is damaged or hindered from the mindset that they've been defeated so many times in the past. But we've all read that saying or heard that saying, if you get knocked down eight times, get up a ninth. If you get knocked down nine, get up a tenth. It's not about how many times you get knocked down. It's about how many times you get back up. Don't allow past experiences to set the tone for your forward progress. And this last piece was, an, an, an interesting concept as well, but fatalistic attitude and how people contribute their success or their failure to luck. They often have the mindset that no matter what they do, no matter what energy or time they exert or put towards a specific scenario, what's meant to happen is going to happen. We've all heard the, the saying, we've all said it. It is what it is, you know, and that comes off the tail end of, of an attitude thing, a self-esteem uh, thing. That 
why have that mentality? If you have that mentality and you're going to rest on those laurels, why even start anything? But that's not an excuse. You can't rationalize away a reason for you to quit because quitting is simply that, quitting. If you decide to go down that path, you can't blame anyone else but yourself. Now, Napoleon Hill said, and I quote again, every adversity, every failure, every heartache carries with it the seed of an equal or greater benefit. He also said, think twice before you speak because your words and influence will plant the seed of either success or failure in the mind of another. Your words have power. Your thoughts have power over you. Your words have power over others. Know that every person is going to fail at some point. If you run into any one individual that says that they've never failed, that means they've never tried. Don't be that person. Be the person that's willing to be bold, be intentional, and the person that's willing to be purposeful in every single action that you take. Because failure is imminent, but failure does not have to be terminal. Failure does not define you. Failure builds you. It makes you stronger. It teaches you where to go, teaches you what not to do again. And it enhances skill sets that and unlocks skill sets that you may not even know that you have lying underneath. But understand, it all begins with your mindset, your attitude, and your perspective. Don't allow your failure or definition of failure be determined or outlined or defined by someone else's standards. I'll leave you with these final thoughts. Your matter of perspective, don't measure your level of success by the standards of others. Simply put, their situation is not yours and yours is not theirs. Let every single situation be just that, a standalone scenario that you learn from, you build upon, and you drive and you progress and move forward with. Attitude is everything. Attitude sets the tone for your journey. Attitude sets the positive or negative outcome that you experience. If you are willing to take a bold step and a bold move, you're willing to fail in order to thrive, then you will be successful. And last, live, learn, and persevere. There's always something to be experienced or something to be learned from every scenario that you encounter, good, bad, or indifferent. But I will challenge you to think in a different way that no scenario is bad. It may be suboptimal. It may be one that is not desirable, but there's always something to be learned from every situation that you encounter, both successful and unsuccessful. I'll leave you with those thoughts. Once again, thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Why Behind You and failure being a matter of perspective. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of The Why Behind You. I hope you were able to gain additional insight and perspective from this week's discussion. If you felt the topic was a benefit to you, please hit subscribe to this podcast and share this message with others that may benefit as well. Please feel free to email me your comments and suggestions to you at thewhybehindyou.org. And you can also follow me on Facebook and Twitter at thewhybehindyou.
I hope you have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your week. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Why Behind You.